Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to RPG Hangout, the podcast in which we both choose a game each week and we discuss it. I am your host, Leo, joined by my co-host, Nathan. What's up? This week's games are Elden Ring and Horizon Zero Dawn, correct? Yeah, the old one, not the new one. Yeah. On to the news. The news is uh, this week's and last week's, uh, starting with Crunchyroll is getting an application on the Switch. Yeah, I saw that on the Switch. Oh, yeah? So it's already up there? Well, like, no, like, I saw it, like, on the news thing on the Switch. Ah, okay. I don't I don't think it's already on. Yeah. Well, in related news, this was literally announced yesterday, Funimation is being folded into Crunchyroll, so they will no longer be two separate services, they will no longer be two separate companies, they're becoming one. Yeah, I mean, they're, like, the two most famous ones. That is true, but... Let's just say I backed the wrong horse in the, in this instance. What does that mean? So, when I was coming up with a decision of which service to stop subscribing to, I chose Crunchyroll to drop. And I continued my Funimation one, but that was mostly because I, just, I had already paid for the full year. Mm. And also, overall I was enjoying Crunchyroll's service a bit more. Sorry, not Crunchyroll, Funimation service. What am I talking about? But then to come and find out, oh, well... They're not going to be adding any new shows to it. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a loss there. Yeah, so I've recently re-upped my Crunchyroll subscription. I went through and got all of the shows that I was only using on Funimation. Because I'd prioritize Funimation if a show was available on like both or just Funimation. Uh-huh. And I refound them on Crunchyroll. Because a lot of the stuff is already has already been brought over. And they'll be bringing more over as time goes. But... Pretty much the catalog that they have right now is the catalog that they will have going forward on Funimation. They aren't getting any new shows, and only existing series will get new episodes. So, yeah. oh well. <laughs> like even in the FAQ, they were they pretty much say just just get Crunchyroll, like just get Crunchyroll. 
<laughs> so then why, the, the, then why leave the option open to still subscribe to Funimation? I think well, I think they're going to heavily disencourage it. They're mostly just saying it as like if you already have your Funimation subscription, you can still like use the Funimation app here and there, and you can still mm-hmm. like watch stuff. But we are phasing it out. So it's like a be warned: we're phasing out uh, Funimation. Yeah. And that oh, it's sad because I love. I, like, I just like Funimation's intro and everything, but if you like Google Funimation right now, and read their description, it says Crunchyroll Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, damn, that was fast. Um, the Cuphead show is released. Supposedly, it's pretty good. You haven't watched it. I have not watched it yet. I've seen. What is a it clip. on? It's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, I've watched. I've watched a clip. The clip looks fun. It's the clip seems to be a, a partially inspired by the um, like some fan made comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but the animation supposedly is pretty good. It's pretty funny. So I I, I need to watch it. <laughs> I don't have Netflix. So yeah. Walton Goggins uh, has been cast in the live-action Fallout TV series. I have no idea who that is. Uh, he's, he's like a pretty big character actor, I think. Uh, he doesn't play super big roles, from what I can tell. Like, he, like if you Googled him, you would you would recognize him. Right, but, what's his yeah. name? Walton Goggins. Oh. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Like he he looks very familiar. Got the I just, biggest smile in the world. Yeah, but supposedly he's set to star in the coming up Fallout Fallout TV series. So that's exciting. He he kind of he kind of looks like one of the NPCs. Exactly right. Like when I saw him, I was like, he kind of looks like he could play like one of the people in the vault. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. IGN FanFest happened. Not a whole lot came out. There was like an ex- like a developer thing with Lego. But other than that, I didn't really see anything announced, really. Mm. Though Street Fighter VI the next day was announced. Really? Yeah. I'm not a big Street Fighter fan. The only one I've ever really played is Five, and Yeah, same. The cabinet one. Yeah. Like... I mean, it's a good fighting game. It's just not not really for me, sadly. Yeah, I think I would be a little bit more interested in like Tekken. I don't. I honestly don't really like Tekken either. Well, I just appreciate how balls to the wall uh, the story goes in Tekken. So, so I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix has announced their intent to make more HD 2D games. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I, I like their cool. I like their two D games. Yeah, well, at least they're planning on doing more remakes, so like potentially like a Chrono Trigger, and whatnot, which I think would be kind of cool. I, I like that style; it's an interesting style. Right. Uh, recently, I think the most recent sort of thing that they did was Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, Final Fantasy VI remake or remaster. Supposedly, it has some. HD 2D bits in it. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the PSVR, uh, how the actual like headset looks, has been revealed, along with a bunch of like technical stuff. Like there's now oh. a vent to 
defog the thing. It looks a lot more comfortable now. It does. <laughs> like, it's still kind of bulky, but not nearly as bulky as the first one. Yeah, well, I mean, like, with the VR, it's gotta kind of be bulky, you know? Yeah. But, like, to the extent that the first VR was, like, that was just a, over the top. Yeah. Do you care that it's wired? Personally, I don't. I, I don't care that it's wired. No. Yeah. I'm actually, actually impressed that... It actually, like, helps me remember that it's just a VR headset. True. And it keeps you on your toes, or off of them if you trip over the wire. Yeah, I mean, I like the Oculus, though. The Oculus is really cool. But I like PlayStation VR. Yeah, like, if I get a VR headset, I'm going to get a VR 2. Maybe, if it's not at all compatible with a VR 1, then I might get a VR 1, but we'll see. <laughs> They're expensive still, though. I know. It's annoying, but it's understandable. It's a niche product, technically. But there's so many games I want to play. Yeah, I just I just want to experience some like horror games and stuff. And yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Like there's that um, uh, what is it? That pseudo prequel to um, Until Dawn. Yeah, Man, Man of Madonna or whatever. No, that that's um. Oh no, that's not. Yeah, that, that's yeah, not that's VR. the no, spinoff series completely. Oh, yeah, which it? which was very choppy. I think it's like the inpatient or something like that. It's it's like a very small thing, uh. but like I, I think I just I'm just very fascinated by VR and everything. I would love to get a headset. And the big thing about like the the PSVR two is it doesn't require any like way stations or anything like that. You can just pick up and go. Yeah, you haven't actually used one yet, have you? Uh, I have not used a PSVR. I've used an Oculus, I think, and I think I've used an HTC Vive that when we went and did the um, game jam. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the no, plunger game. The PlayStation VR one was like super heavy and uncomfortable. It was really cool, but yeah, you cannot have that thing on for too long. Yeah, supposedly it has a similar like way of like getting it on. You put it on and then tighten it using like a, a knob on the back. Yeah. But other than that, it looks sleek. Uh, the technical specs is kind of cool. Like, they've increased the um, field of view. They've uh, made it a little bit higher resolution, higher refresh rate. And I believe they've also added, like, vents to make it not so foggy. And, like, accordions onto your face. Like, yeah. it has better adjustment and everything. I, th I think it's cool. I mean, the faceplate does look a lot like the Oculus, though. It, it does. But, I mean, as things refine, some things start looking similar. It happens. Yeah. Anywho, on to the next thing. Uh, there's a rumors that they're making a new Fallout New Vegas. Supposedly they're in like the very early talks of it. I, I think it's kind of cool, maybe. I mean, it's what most Fallout fans label as the best Fallout game. Yeah. So getting a sequel would be kind of so. cool. It's kind. It's like I think you've seen me play a little bit of it. It's the one that's yeah. very deserty. Yeah, I watched you play. Of course, I I've, I'm nowhere near anywhere in that game. Like I always, that's the problem I have with Fallout games is I'll pick it up, do a couple of hours, and then set it down. I'm good and walk away. <laughs> Though I think this is one right up 
the show's alley and right up both of our alley. Um, an Avatar RPG and MMORPG are in the works. That's specifically Avatar The Last Airbender. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, the old games are kind of interesting, but I would love to see the them actually, like, make a full-on Avatar RPG. That'd be kind of cool. There's that, uh, there's that tabletop RPG that came out not too long ago, or it's still in early access, one of those two. But I think it's cool that they're expanding it, and they're supposedly going to be expanding the TV series as well soon. Ooh. Yeah. There's also a Netflix like like actually, actually the last av- Airbender and not Korra. Um, supposedly it's like it's both. It's like that universe. I think what they might do is they might potentially adapt like the comics. Maybe mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool. Um, but I think their plan is to kind of expand all aspects of Avatar. Past, present, maybe future, we'll see if they yeah. even can. But I, I, I'm excited. Um, currently, there is the live action series in development for Netflix, which is, has a pretty good cast. I'm looking forward to it. Whether or not they actually do a good story, who knows. Right. Um, then, in contrast to that, there is also a, a couple of series in development with Nickelodeon, most likely to end up eventually or initially on Paramount Plus. So we'll see. So many, so many Plus services. Uh, I know. Like I'm, I'm very close to getting Paramount Plus just because it does have a lot of things I want to watch on it, like. <laughs> Well, it has, like, the most recent uh, South Park um, movies are on it. And there's supposedly, like, 12 more that they have to make for the damn service. It's insane. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. And then they have another thing that they're making, like, a ridiculous number of movies and stuff for Paramount+. Plus, And you just go... Why? Why Paramount Plus? <laughs> but I know why. It's because they need to they need to bolster their service to get people on. Yeah. Annoyingly. That's uh, oh, go ahead. That's how they get you. Like, yeah, sadly. Part of how Disney got me. So, um, Elden Ring released. The obviously. reviews are the reviews are raving. I'll get into my opinions later. Um, they announced a new Pokemon game, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I saw that. Yeah, supposedly the graphics look a little bit better than Ar- Arceus, but they're going yeah, back Yeah, but it's not going to be open world. It's not? I could swear that they said that it is. I don't think so. I thought they were going to go back to the traditional, like, routes. I think they're... Well, the thing is, Arceus isn't open world, as is. I, th- I think what it is, is... This new one is supposed to be at least more open world. I don't know. I, I just remember when I like opened it up, there there was articles talking about it being open world, but I could be mm. wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not too sure. Yeah. And that is actually the last bit of news, so... Yeah. On to 
Well, not onto anything. Um, on the topic of, like, Pokemon, the only, like, Pokemon game I've played so far, like, properly, is uh, Pokemon Sun, I think, is the one that I have. It's like, um... Oh, yeah. Well, I forgot that one existed. Right? Sun and Moon? Yeah, except for it's the, like, the upgraded version, whatever that's called, like, Ultra Sun or something like that. But, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Ultra Sun. Yeah. Ultra Moon. Moon? I think they're both Ultras. But, I mean, I like it. It's fun. I mean, I'm completely lost as to where the hell I'm supposed to go or what the hell I'm supposed to do. Uh, <laughs> because it's been so long. So, that's fun. Um, but, I, I don't know. I didn't play Sword and Shield, so I'm not sure how the Pokemon, like, system has evolved, if at all. And I'm not sure whether or not they're going to do anything to evolve this game. I think I they mean, should. I think Sword and Shield is, like, a huge step up. Because mm. I've played, like, uh, Pokemon Black and White, and then I've played uh, the Silver one. I forgot what it's yeah. actually called. Soul Silver? Yeah, Soul Silver. I played that one. Yeah. And then uh, I played, like, one of the original ones. I think it was Red. Mm. And then I played that weird Pokemon Coliseum game for the GameCube. Yeah. But that Pokemon wasn't, like, traditional <laughs> Pokemon. No, it, uh, in fact, the GameCube didn't get any traditional Pokemon games. It only got the Coliseum games. Actually, well, the Coliseum games and then Pokemon uh, Snap or... No, yeah, it wasn't that. That's N64. Yeah, I know the GameCube got this one Pokemon game to where you, like, take care of your own Pikachu in a house. That's actually also N64. It's Hey You Pikachu. And that was actually the first Is Pokemon it? game I played. Yeah. There's... Yeah, it, I, came with, like, a, this, it came with, like, this little microphone peripheral that you would, like, slap into the... Com- Controller, there, there had worked. to have there had to have been a GameCube port for that game though because my sister was playing used to play it all the time on the GameCube. I don't know, and I'm Maybe. very certain it was the GameCube. It, it had like like the opening was like Pikachu in a TV, and then you can like take care of him in a house, or you can go out go out and like interact with other Pokemon with your Pikachu and. Yeah, I don't know. And it's definitely Hey You Pikachu, at least it sounds like it. I I think you're right, but I'm pretty sure it was... Let's see. On the GameCube. Pokemon Channel, that's what it was. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Pokemon Channel. Yeah, if you look at... So the one that I played a lot was Hey You Pikachu, and that one was on the N64. Yeah. And I could never get it to work. But man, it brings back memories. Man, I wish I had my N64 still. I'd kill for my N64 again. Yeah, yeah, like there's like a Pikachu in a house and you take care of him and do stuff with him. The Japanese release was together with Pikachu. Oh, nice. Anyhow. (laughs) Uh, Let's go ahead and move on to the main bit of today. the, The games. So, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I played Elden Ring, and Nathan played Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you want to start with uh, Horizon, or should I start it with Elden Ring? Uh, 
You just start with Elden Ring. All right. Well, so the way I kind of want to do Elden Ring is first I want to start with uh, questions. What kind of questions you got? This is the best way to kind of try to avoid spoilers or anything. Is to just kind of answer the curiosities that you have about Elden Ring to start. I I honestly don't have many curiosities about it though. Like, because I, I know I know it's already like a Souls S game. Yes. And like I've already seen a lot of the trailers. Like. Yeah. The well, only I thing I'm also... curious about it, it's open world, right? Yes. So yeah. I will also kind of put a little asterisk to it, and that'll kind of flavor this. I am not far at all in Elden Ring. Like, technically, if you were running, you could get to where I'm at in, like, 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah, far I'm, at all. I'm not too but far that, in Horizon, either. Yeah. So, it is open world, though it is kind of more broken up into sections, kind of separated by traditional kind of souls areas. Mm. Um... You are given clear guidance as to, like, the direction you're supposed to go. Kind of. Basically, whenever you sit at a side of grace, which is the bonfire for this game, or um, the lantern, because you're, you're probably a bit more familiar with Bloodborne. Yeah. I mean, I know both of them. Yeah. Well, you sit at the side of grace, and what it'll do is it'll pretty much point in a direction, and you can, you can follow it. Just follow it in, like, a straight line to the next side of grace, and it'll point in another direction, and you just kind of so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, though I did come into an area where, like, the sites of grace were actually really close next to each other, and the one I sat at first didn't point in any direction, so I was kind of lost for a bit, until I found <laughs> the correct site of grace that I was supposed to sit at, that I just didn't notice my first time in that area. So, that was fun. Um... Basically, the game starts off with character creation. Um, you can easily spend about an hour doing this. Is there a lot of character creation? Yes. Uh, if if you're willing to fiddle with it enough, you could get a pretty damn detailed character. Or like, is it like similar to the Bloodborne's creation, where you can like change the face features and shit? Yes, but add more detail. Nice. Yeah. Um, I've, I went through character creation twice because I went through once a bit and I wasn't 100% feeling that play style so I went and switched it up to like I was like the default kind of like knight character to start um, then uh -huh. I switched up to a astrologer because I heard that they're pretty good if you're like willing to work on them but I also fucked up on the second uh, character creation because I forgot to give my character a, a a bonus item. So when you create your character, you can choose an item that your character starts with. And yeah. depending on what item it is depends on you know the effects that change. So you can get a little bit of a health boost. You can get um, a boost to your strength, that kind of thing. Yeah. I forgot to do that. So my character didn't get any kind of boost... And just had to fucking piddle around uh, standard. Damn. And sadly, I'm probably going to switch back to my first character because I was able to. I felt a little bit more in control with that character. Um, yeah. Because the astrologer has magic, and you have two flasks one for life, one for magic. Um, 
so you can and you can like switch out which ones like how much of each you have so you can have you start out with three life flasks and one magic flask but you can sw- trade off one of your life flasks for another magic flask uh huh um so that's kind of what I did I traded off one for so I could have even but while going through the tutorial dungeon I was able to kill everything in the tutorial dungeon except for like one character in about one hit but ever ever since after that it kind of went to about two to three hits which starts eating through your MP kind of fast to get through an area uh-huh. um, and then I tried out the sword I didn't know I had a sword as this character until I was out of the tutorial area because when you build your character you go in and you die to the you know trademarked um, first boss to that, that'll just cream you um, then you wake up in like a cave and you can if you don't want to do the tutorial you don't necessarily have to I don't think and you can just walk through the doors and leave or you can jump down a hole and just work your way through the tutorial area which is nice and it has like a full on proper tutorial where it stops the game and tells you what you can do yeah so I was actually kind of taken aback by that I was like really now instead of (laughs) just giving you that side pop up yeah like usually it would be like a side pop up or built into the the in-game messaging system that is, like, in the ground. Yeah. This one actually, like, pops up and, like, pauses the game. And it's like, do you understand? Good. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um, the first quote-unquote proper boss, or at least the tutorial boss, is a cakewalk. Um, with my first character, I killed him on accident. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't mean to and he just died like basically that boss is just kind of supposed to be like oh if you parry correctly and like immediately go in with a counter you'll do massive damage and I just kind of accidentally fumbled into it and he died I was like oops oh, oopsie okay and I, I proceeded to leave <laughs> Uh, as the astrologer, I I just shot magic at him, and then he died. So <laughs> before he could get to me, so that was nice. Um, there's a move. So you in this game you can actually stealth around because it's you know more open world and everything. Yeah, you can stealth around. That's an that's and, an interesting concept for a Souls game, right? And you can sneak up to people and like do. A backstab, which is mostly just a critical hit. As my first character, backstab every time it would kill them. As the astrologer, it would do just enough damage to leave them alive still, <laughs> which was annoying. <laughs> because like when I was first going through, I was using it as like a you know, like a stealth game, going through, being careful, stabbing, killing a guy, and moving on. As the astrologer, you can't really do that fully. Because you have to stab him, and then hit him with an extra hit. So, whoops. Um, story-wise, uh, Souls games don't really focus too much on the story anyway. But basically, the idea is 
the Elden Ring has been shattered. Reforge mm-hmm. it. Become the Elder. The Ring Bearer. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. It's, you know, it's there to help service you along, but it's not terribly important. Yeah. Um, the first quote-unquote mission of the game is, yeah, you can't do that without a maiden, so sucks to be you. Until you get, like, your third uh, Sight of Grace outside of the tutorial area. Once you get your third Sight of Grace, uh, she just kind of comes to you. And she's like, hey, uh, I'll be your maiden. Do, do you want me to be your maid? And you can say yes or no. Uh, I haven't said no yet. Uh, I'm curious what happens if you do. <laughs> I guess it's just like, you get to the end of the game, it's like, well, it sucks to be you. You can't reforge the Elden Ring. So you said yes both times. Yeah. I figured why not. Because technically both of them I was looking at it being like my, my initial playthrough. Yeah. So. So yeah. Um, another thing that kind of differentiates it from like a lot of the other Souls games is um, you can pick your battles. Like in in other Souls games a lot of the time the, the attitude towards it is like you see that fucking brick wall? Just keep beating that shit until, until it comes down. Yeah. In this, it's like, you see that brick wall? If you don't want to beat it until it falls down, go around it, you idiot. Yeah, because it's all open. <laughs> yeah. Um, but of course, because it being open, it, you can easily like just wander into extremely strong enemies. <laughs> uh, which the game introduces to you uh, by immediately... Like, you might have seen it in one of the trailers. It's like a guy on a horse... Like, in golden armor. Yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, that's literally, like, the first enemy you see when you step out of the tutorial area. He's just there. To beat him? No. Uh, The best way to handle the guys on horses is to have your horse or steed. Mm. Uh, Which, you have to equip the whistle. So the whistle takes up a slot. Of your, like, extra menu. Yeah. And you have to hold triangle and hit a direction to summon your steed. The steed, at times, will take damage for you, but not all the time. It's just kind of like a, a 50-50 kind of thing, whether or not they hit the horse or the, the steed or you. So, it, it's a toss-up there. Um, but most of the time works actually really well. You can just kind of strafe around the enemies, just whacking them. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. That then, is actually really cool. Yeah. In fact, one of the uh, one of the things is, or at least something that I like about this game, is it's one of those games where not every experience will necessarily be the same. Although, of course, you'll have similar encounters along along the way. But, say you're like, one of the stories I heard was, like, the guy was traveling. And he was like, ah, oh, there's not going to be anything here. Because it's, like, yeah. it's just, like, the corner of the map. But there was actually a cave there. So he went into the cave and was actually able to find some treasure. And it actually turned out to be, like, a bigger cave that you could go through and explore and everything. Which is, you know, cool. In fact... On my second character, I found a cave that I didn't notice my first time through that area. 
Because, like, what you do is you go and you work your way over to a church. Then you find a store and a like a little blacksmithing area. Then you go through a forest area where you can kind of stealth around and kill some enemies that are on patrol. And in that area, there's a cave off to your left. I haven't explored that cave yet. I intend to kind of go back and explore it the next time I play. Yeah. But I'm very curious, like, what's in there? Um, something else is... I was following... Like, after I had my kind of turnaround kerfuffle, I was following the path, and I read one of the signs on the ground, and the sign on the ground said, Archers ahead. And I was like cool and I looked up I was like yes indeed there are archers on either side of this path so I start like kind of working my way towards them slowly and I'm like I'm like trying to figure out okay I'm like, I'll just, I guess I'll just hop up and just like whack them and kill them um that's when a giant guy I'm, I guess we'll just call him a giant just drops down and absolutely wrecks my shit <laughs> And sadly, in that area, it's very hard to, like, strafe around him. Mm-hmm. So, after dying, like, three or four times, I was just like, maybe it's best if I just push through. Because this is, like, the path I have to go on. So, either I knuckle down and try to kill this guy, or I just push through and not. So, I chose that. I, I went through, and I started, like, kind of exploring a bit, and I noticed... That there was like a ton of sheep around, and I was like, "Okay, cool. There's there's sheep," and then it, the fucking thing attacked me. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I was like, "It's just a sheep. Why is it trying to kill me?" So I went through and I killed all the sheep in the area. Because one, they give you they give you runes, so why not? Also mixed in there was actually some wolves as well. So I was like, "That's interesting." You killed them. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they're going to attack me, fuck them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's like wolves within within the area and everything. And the sheep do like a weird thing. or sh- go- Sheep slash goats. They like roll up in like a ball and just start rolling around. Aww. Yeah, it's cute, but they also attack you, so fuck them. In that area, I also found that I hopped... I decided to climb up like some ruins... And at the top there was like a little pool of ruins and everything. I was like, oh, that's cool. And there's just like a corpse just chilling on the, on the edge of the ruins. Mm-hmm. That had like a, you know, one of those like you can loot this corpse thing. So yeah. I looted the, I looted the corpse, and in it was, uh, what was the term? An emote. So, it was like. The position that that corpse was in was the emote. Oh. Like gesture? Yeah. Well, except for it was more like... Like... It was like sitting or something, I think. Mm. Then on my way to follow where I was supposed to go after that little detour, um, I was going along the field when all of a sudden this giant thing just like came out of the ground... And started attacking me. And if you like look around on the ground, you can actually see like these things like jutting out of the ground. Yeah. And at first I thought it was just like oh it's just like broken stuff. No, it was like a giant 
like stone mech thing and it it absolutely went to town trying to kill me but luckily I was able to kill this one this one I killed nice because this one was in a much more open area so I was able to just kind of like street like strafe around it hitting it when I could but boy I was I was working with very little health by the end oh, so you were slicing and running huh as much as I could because it's moveset is like if you're in too close it'll start, start stabbing the ground around it hmm. and then if you're too far away uh, you're not far away enough because what it'll do then is it'll start like doing these large sweeps out to try to get you like it'll like lean forward and sweep to try to get you like it has extreme reach at times it's it's insane <laughs> then after that I went to another site of grace and that's kind of where I, I left it because I knew that there was a lot more to come like I, I, I wish I had played more of it but I also had a lot of hesitancy that's why I ended up restarting it but even now I'm just like maybe I should just go back to my first character yeah. So. Is that so what you're going to do? Go back to my first character? Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Because one that's the one I've made the most progress with, it's my stronger character and everything, so I'll, I'll probably just do that. Because to get my my astrologer up to any kind of snuff, I'm going to have to basically grind a lot to to fix the fact that I didn't get any bonus health or uh, fix the fact that my backstabs don't fully kill people you know that kind of thing yeah yeah I'm guessing uh, you intend to play Elden Ring eventually I do yeah I want to yeah alright so I guess we can go ahead and go on to Horizon Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, so... I haven't gotten terribly far. Right. But I've been trying my best to... I'm I'm honestly not even... Because I started a new save. Right. I haven't played it since I got my PS5, so... I had to restart, but I'm I'm honestly not even like at the point that I was last time. Oh yeah. Which I is I was trying to at least get further than that, but I wasn't able to. But this time around, I actually just found myself, like, literally just exploring the world, <clears throat> and doing <laughs> doing all the side stuff that is to offer. Like, I said, fuck it with the main quests. I mean, fair. Now I've played a bit of. Horizon for, not for Zero Dawn. Forbidden West is the second game. I played a bit of Horizon Zero Dawn, but I didn't get particularly far. How, I, how far did you get? Where? I am just before you do the trial. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm very early. That's like, like I did. That's like still tutorial stuff. Yeah, I, I did. I did most of the tutorial, and then I was going around talking to characters, and I was like. Can I trust these people? Who knows? And then I set it down, and I was like, I know I'm going to get absorbed in this game if I let it absorb me. So Uh I stopped. Yeah, Horizon is like... I haven't touched it since. (laughs) Horizon's actually, like, a really good RPG to just actually, like, dive into really deep and just relax and, like, just do whatever, like, the world... Yeah, offers you like that's what I've been doing, and like, I, I keep saying that like oh yeah I'm gonna do this story quest next, but then I like find another camp to do, or like I find like more collectibles everywhere else, and then or like I just find like a new machine to kill, yeah, and like crafting and all that stuff in that game it's like, I like the way that they executed crafting, and. It, it it's nice. The gameplay is super nice. Yeah. So, I guess my questions for it, since again I am just before like the actual open world opens. Yeah. How is the rest of the open world? I mean, it it's like very you can literally go anywhere, but I wouldn't encourage it, just because like. The more you go out into the world, the harder your, the enemies will be. So you're probably going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. But, like, after the trial and, like, the story progresses and all that stuff, like, it really does open up for you to just do whatever you want. And the more that you just kind of adventure around, the more stuff you'll find, the more side quests you'll find. And it'll actually tell you, like, what level you need to be for all this kind of stuff. But you can oh, you can essentially do you can essentially do anything you want if you want to risk it. Nice. That's one of the things I love. This like kind of my favorite thing about more modern 
RPGs is that it's they the, tell you. They tell you, like, level recommendation? Exactly. Yeah. Because nothing sucks more than, like, jumping into a mission and then you're stuck on the side quest because, well, you're vastly underleveled for this specific side quest. Usually older games would balance it out a bit more. Like, if you're taking up side quests from the area you're currently in, you should be fine. If you purposely explore to a distant land, you're not going to be fine. Yeah. But. And then, like, yeah. uh, they do have, like, because at first the map is, like, blurred out or, like, fogged out. Yeah. The fog and then, of war. And then they have those, like, tall necks, which is a machine that you can climb onto. And then if you collect that, then that's what opens up the map more. And then, like, once you do that. Once you find the tall neck and do that, then, like, you can basically just complete the world, like, that area, if you wanted to. Like, get all the collectibles and, like, find all the new machines and all the viewpoints and craft more stuff. Yeah, I always forget about that. Because, if I remember correctly, Horizon Zero Dawn came out around the time that, that, like, the Ubisoft kind of formula of climbing towers was being phased out. Yeah. And, but they had done it in such a way that it was like a little bit different. Like, one, they're, they're mobile. And yeah, they're they, actually like a living creature. They're like going, going circles. And they're not aggressive. So you can just like, if you f- can find a place to hop onto them, then you can like climb like a ruined building or something to jump on the neck and that that is something I want to talk about is the machines though yeah like it's not it's not like near automata machines mm. enemies but like they're really sweet it's like a it's like a nice mustang like some of these yeah. <laughs> some of these like machines are like really cool like I I like machine enemies, and I said this about Nier, too. Like, I just love that concept of, like, not your traditional, like, fighting demons or people and stuff like that, but you're, like, fighting, like, actual technology with life of its own. Yeah, that was something that I found very interesting as well, was, like, they decided, let's do robots, but not, not people robots, animal robots and dinosaur robots yeah yeah <laughs> and like they all are just literally just made there's I, no explanation I, for it if there is i haven't gotten to that point yet mm. i'm sure there is but there's a there's also a mechanic to where you can actually control the machines yourself oh yeah yeah and like they can fight with you or you can like mount them and ride around the world on the machine. Really? I thought that, that was like more of a, a sequel thing. No, huh. you can you can do it in the first one. It's like super early too. You you fight a specific enemy during the story and then that enemy gives you the ability to quote unquote corrupt the machines to be your ally. Right. And hmm. so that's pretty cool. But you have to upgrade it to like 
corrupt certain machines. Like at first you can only do like a steed, like a horse machine. And then like right. those, those little watcher dinosaur ones. Yeah. Oh, those those ones suck. <laughs> if you if you corrupt those and they'll like fight for you or they just won't won't even notice you. Hmm. Yeah, I, I like I like the idea and like the contrast between the machinery and like the tribal aspect of the game. Like it's like it's the very very far future. But because of what happened to the world, like they went back to like primal hunting. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, kind of the the idea of like what would happen in an apocalypse. Oh, we would kind of resort like, into like the like world groups. would essentially restart itself. Yeah, and that's what this is doing. Is like they made tribes, they made clans. Like they they like fight for resources. They have trade systems and stuff like that. But it's all after a world that has already been fully modernized. Yeah. Like, they had the technology to make these machines and everything, and now they're just, like, rampant in the world. And yeah, It's really cool. And you, you, you hunt these machines like it's, like, a wolf or something. Yeah. I, I remember that the very beginning, like, the kind of tutorial... Um, is quite dark because you're exploring a pretty much rotten, ruined science facility. Yeah, they call it the Metal World. Yeah, which is the the ruins of the old, the old ones that yeah. have been like buried inside the earth, essentially. But I I really like the starting area though because it's based off of Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> the the new game's uh, San Francisco, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, which makes sense because like Forbidden West, San yeah. San Francisco's <laughs> all the way in the west. And oh, I I do really like. We'll talk about the sequel later, but I do like the look of it. it I looks, like the look of I. I actually keep going back to like the store page on PlayStation, <laughs> looking at how Horizon looks now, and then how the first one looks. I'm like, man, I gotta get through this one so I can play that yeah. one because that one looks like right. way more prettier. It's Dude, crazy. Bet your fingers just hovering over the purchase button. It's like, no, stop it. I want to get it physical. So, uh, yeah, I probably I need to buy more physical games. I only have three PS5 physicals, and it makes me sad. I think I only have two. Really? Let me see. Oh, yeah, you got like, most of yours digital. That's right. Yeah, I go in a little bit insane with my my digital purchasing. Let me see. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, real quick, like, I, I can't really talk too much about the story as of right now because I haven't gotten that far. But I know it's, like, basically the main character just finding out why the hell she was outcasted by her tribe. Right. Because she has no mother. But... Yeah, it's a very matriarchal society, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, the moment she was born, she was fucking outcasted. 
Yeah. And then that's, like, how the story unfolds that way. And, then like, she goes around the world experiencing all these new... All this shit. And then, yeah, she does the trial, all that stuff. So what about the combat? The combat is really fun. You You have, like, these gadgets, like... You have a bow and a spear, mainly. And to use your bow, you just... You aim, and then to use your spear, you don't aim. Mm. And you can have, like, different bows equipped at the same time. And you can upgrade your spear. And then you can have stuff like gadgets that'll, like... You can, like, throw throw shit at the machines. Or you can electric... Like put some trip wires up and electrocute them or you can like use like a rope caster it's called and you can like tie them up and make them fall over nice and then of course you have like stuff that's like crafted grenades essentially and like fire arrows and ice arrows and ice bombs and nice and you could you could either go about the gameplay stealth or just like balls deep like start throwing arrows around that's the, the that's the dichotomy I always run into with games do I stealth it or do I just say yeah fuck it yeah <laughs> and then of course like you can use after a while you can actually use the machines to fight with you which makes battles a lot easier and, and like these machines always have a weak point so like you scan them with your little focus device on your ear and then you can like find the weak point and, and then it'll tell you, like, if it's weak against, like, fire or elect- electricity, stuff like that. Nice. I like the gameplay a lot. It's it's very fluid. Yeah. Like, you have a lot of control of what you're, like, using weapon-wise and what you can do with it. Any crazy stories from your journeys in the... Just the fact that these machines are like hella combustible. Like I, uh, I found I discovered a new machine that was like essentially a reindeer. Okay. And it had like antlers and stuff, but it had they they have like this liquid in their bodies, and they have it's like can it's called blaze. Mm. But if you shoot a fire arrow at these canisters, after a while, they will literally just fucking explode. Like, okay. like absolutely combust. So what I did was I found a herd, and I didn't I didn't think that I hit the the blaze canister, mm. and the herd heard me and they started running away. And then off in the fucking distance, I just hear, boom, and then like <laughs> I I start traveling in that direction, and it's just a bunch of fucking like dead machines on fire, <laughs> and I found out that I yeah, like I hit the canister and they all like fucking blew up. And I don't know why that was so funny to me because, like, I I literally left. They all ran away. I hear the boom. I'm like, what the hell was that? I go back and then, like, they're all just, like, dead. <laughs> nice. they, they all blew up. And then there's there's times where, like, the, the robots will just kill themselves. Like, you don't really, like, because there's passive and aggressive robots. Yeah. And the aggressive ones will actually kill the passive ones. If you initiate a fight with the aggressive ones first, anything in its path, it will fucking kill. So I, most of the time, I use like like a big machine called the Sawtooth, 
And I'll yeah. just, like, go around, use it, and, like, kill other machines just to rack up some experience. Nice. But, so far, nothing, like, too, like, hilarious to talk about. Besides, like, I find it hilarious that they're, like, super combustible. Yeah. And you could, like, just one arrow and I kill the whole fucking herd. Nice. Uh, is there any other, like, specific details or things that you want to talk about about Horizon? Mm, not really. I've talked about, like like I said, like I haven't gotten that far, so I can't really talk story-wise. Right. But I just, well, I, I just like the aspects of, like, uh, the future of the future, you know? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's always an interesting concept, like what comes after us. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, like, I'll just say I'm excited to play... Like, I really do want to finish this one. I'm going to continue playing it. And then I really want to get into number two. Speaking of, so when I did check, I do only have two PS5 games. Uh, it's Demon's Souls and Spider-Man Miles Morales. That's the two I got. Ah. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> All the other PS5 games I have are digital. I have those two, and then I have Resident Evil Physical. Yeah. Like, I was looking at it, I was like, I should have gotten Elden Ring... And, uh, words. Final Fantasy, Strangers in Paradise. Strangers in Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. I should have gotten that physical. You should as have. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> but maybe, since I haven't, you know, gotten Horizon um, Forbidden West, maybe I'll see about, like, picking up a second-hand copy of uh, Z- Zero Dawn. Yeah. And get a copy of Forbidden West as well, like physical. Yeah. Because I, I have the digital version of uh, Zero Dawn. But, I mean, get, get the physical one. If I'm going to get the sequel physical, might as well get the original physical. Um, but yeah. The sequel, uh, Forbidden West. So from what I've seen, it looks absolutely gorgeous. It's so pretty. And it goes into so much detail that people who have never seen a girl thought that Aloy had a beard. <laughs> and, like, you can do so much more, it seems, like, go underwater and... Oh, yeah, you, you can swim, you can... Like, there's a ton of, like, new machines. Like, there's, like, there's a giant fucking turtle. Yeah, and a snake. and Yeah. Like, oh. there's pterodactyls now. There's elephants? Yeah, elephants. It looks like insane. It, it seems like they really like upped their game on the variety of machines. Oh yeah, it looks it looks great. I'm curious how it looks and plays on PS4, with how like insane it looks on PS5. I have a feeling it's one of those games that's like it's available on PS4, though you should really play it on Pro. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, if you're gonna at all touch it on PS4. Because that's kind of the deal with, like, Miles Morales. Like, if you're going to play it on PS4, make sure it's a PS4 Pro. It's and, it's really just for, like, the people that couldn't get their hands on a PS5, you know? Yeah. But, like, they so badly wanted to play that game that came out. I, I hate all the, like, rumors of, like, a PS5 Pro. Because, one, I'm pretty sure that they've said multiple times that they do not intend to do a PS5 Pro. Like, this, the whole reason that they made... The PS5 is so ridiculous. Yeah, because it, so it already has pro features to. in it. 
Yeah, so they intend to do like a like I can absolutely see them doing a slimmer version of it. Yeah, they do that with most of their consoles. Yeah, but I do not at all see them making a PS5 Pro. They'll just make a PS6 if they have like advancements that they want to make. But they already said that they're going to start focusing on PS4 production. Yeah, they have to re-ramp up PS4 product, PS4 Pro production because um, no PS4 production, yeah. one of those two, because they can't supply the PS5s at the moment. Yeah. So why they would make another PS5? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it just wouldn't be reasonable. Yeah. Plus they're going in hard on like the new PSVR as well, which I also like the controllers for the PSVR. They look cool. Anywho, <laughs> since we got off topic anyway, uh, what else have you been playing, if anything? Uh, I got Cyberpunk for the computer. Really? Yeah. Have it's, you downloaded it? Uh, yeah, I downloaded it. It's interesting. It plays very well on my PC. Be- but, I mean, besides, like, the basic normal, like, glitches and lags and stuff. Yeah. But they just yeah. added a patch to it, so, I mean, it runs pretty clean. So I've, I've been playing that, and then um, that's really it, basically. Besides, uh, yeah. I've been playing Horizon. Yeah. Well, besides uh, Elden Ring, uh, I played Nino Cooney for last week's Progress Update episode. Um, and then I played Elden Ring... As soon as I could. And still haven't made a ton of progress. <laughs> um, the other problem I ran into is, like, uh, the past few days my stomach has been, like, not happy. So I was like, I don't want to get invested in Elden Ring. Because I always get paranoid with, like, Souls games, like, leaving it running. <laughs> so I don't want to sit down and, like, make it, like, ten feet, go to the bathroom, come back, and, oh... Turns out there was an enemy stalking me, and it just fucking killed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, but yeah, other than that, I I got that... Uh, there's a Humble Bundle right now for Sid Meier games. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I, I got that, which comes with Civ 3, 4, 5, and 6, and most of the DLC for 6. Alongside... Uh, the main civilization games it also came with colonization covert action pirates railroads starships and then the ace patrol games oh and civilization beyond earth so it came with a lot of stuff yeah damn that's that is a lot yeah i downloaded civ 4 and i was playing that before we started recording because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it brings back memories i i have the disc version of civ 4 mm-hmm. but Ever since I like started upgrading my stuff, it no longer works with anything. So, yeah. I wanted it again. It's also the complete versions of uh, 3, 4, and 5. And then most of the DLC for 6. So, it's not bad. Yeah. Well, for 15 bucks. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, besides video games, I went and saw Uncharted. Was it good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least I liked it. Now, there's some caveats, you know, before you go see it. Don't expect it to be 
like 100% like the video games. It's more like the cutscenes of the video games in general. And don't expect the story to match up with the video games. So, other than that, it's pretty good. Could use a little bit more climbing, because, you know, that's like one of the main things you do in the game. Yeah. But other than that, uh, it's really good. It has a lot of, you know, the globetrotting adventure and whatnot. The only character that got kind of sidelined a little bit too much, or at least not quite the same representation as the other characters, would be uh, Matt Damon's Sully. But, I mean, if they make more, they can definitely fix that. Yeah. Other than that, the next movie I plan on watching is Batman. Probably this weekend, maybe. We'll see. I hear Batman's really good. Oh yeah, the reviews I'm hearing are, are this amazing. I'm super excited. <laughs> um, other than that, I don't think I've really been playing anything else. I downloaded a couple of other games uh, in preparation for way down the line. Like I technically shouldn't have downloaded them yet. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm still waiting on Lego. This, I'm actually that's one of the reasons I'm super pumped for this month is that this is the month that my copy of Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga should ship eventually <laughs> but it should ship um, but yeah uh, I think that that is pretty much it unless there's anything else that you want to discuss uh no no <laughs> honestly <laughs> like no, I, haven't, I haven't been keeping up with much of anything really no, that's fair I mean, to be honest like it's kind of a good thing that we took a bit of a break because the news has been fairly sparse the not a whole lot's been going on I mean Elden Ring came out it's good it's exciting yeah uh you can't use the horse in multiplayer oh really it's a little bit yeah you have to walk <laughs> that's kind of weird uh yeah I think it's because of just how big the map is that like if you're planning on doing something, it's very easy for your party to just, like, fuck off and explore a cave, and all of a sudden, you're trying to f- you're still in- trying to fight the boss alone, so. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it, it worked out okay. Um, other than that, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, next week, we will be playing... Oh, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, and you're still doing The World Ends With You, right? Uh, yeah, number two? Num- number one? Was it number one? Yeah, it was number one. I remember. Yeah, number one. Okay. If so, then I was I was wrong, and I was making the thumbnail correctly the first time. Oh. No, it should be number one. <laughs> okay. So, Ghost of Tsushima and The World Ends With You, one, um, is next week. Um, that's it. We will see you guys next week. If you would like to submit uh, game ideas, uh, any kind of general question, or just want to say something friendly, go ahead and email us at uh, officialrpghangout at gmail.com. Or you can uh, at us on Twitter, if you would like, at rpghangout. Um, You can find the links to all of our stuff 
uh, down below. That includes our YouTubes, our Twitters, our Instagrams, uh, and Nathan's SoundCloud. Yes. Uh, and Spotify, I believe. Yeah. I think it's just... It, it's links. Uh, <laughs> they'll find them. Yeah, they'll find them. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.